0: everybody to Intention is Everything. I am Karen Frazier and with me as always my co-host Cheryl Knight-Wilson who just is fresh back from a trip to Gettysburg.
1: Yes, it was a lot of fun Karen. Uh, we did a little ghost hunting, uh, we did a lot of sightseeing and we met up with our good friend Rob Marie. She is a psychic medium and if you ever listened to our show paranormal underground radio i'm sure you know who she is
0: (laughs) well and we'll have her on the podcast here at some point soon you know we're just we we don't get guests through as as much as we used to
1: (laughs) yeah maybe hopefully in the future she'll come back on and talk to us
0: yeah and i'm just fresh back from the port gamble ghost conference here in Port Gamble, Washington spent the weekend there. And I actually want to warn our listeners, and I I already told you and Tristan off the air, but uh, warn our listeners, I am actually downstairs in my house today because I have a kidney stone and I am sitting on a heating pad. So what that means is that there may be dog noises, my neighbor's car noises, and Jim, who is sleeping because he's working tonight, will be staggering out of bed and making microwave noises soon. So I'm just going (laughs) to apologize for... (laughs) general lack of professionalism, but, um, uh, you know, uh, the heating pad is important right
1: now. Yeah. And Karen, seriously, don't worry about it. You got to get better. We totally understand.
0: Yeah, very For sure. <laughs> very good. All right. So, um, with that, I will actually, let our guest introduce himself um since he can probably do it better than me anyway and because i'm on percocet so tristan would you like to introduce yourself to our guest would you like to introduce yourselves
2: to our audience uh sure hello everyone my name is tristan david luciani um i am a reiki master energy healer um also an angel orc oracle quark reader um, and, um, I also speak on, um, the law of attraction and the power of intention and manifestation. Um, I'm also part of the vision collective and I am a filmmaker and I'm the filmmaker behind the documentary feature film all around us inside the life of psychic medium, Seth Michael.
0: Well, welcome. And thank you for doing this. We've had a couple of reschedules and things <laughs> With all of the stuff we've all had going on in our lives in the last couple of weeks, but we wanted to make sure we had a podcast to get out by the 15th, since that was what we had told people we were going to do. Yay. So, yeah, so it's the 12th today. We are just (laughs) in under the wire.
2: (laughs) Well, thank you so much for having me. I feel honored.
0: Well, anytime, you're always welcome here. Thank you. So Cheryl, do you want to start with the background stuff before we get into the super deep personal stuff? Is that kind of what you wanted to do? Yeah, let's
1: let's do that if that's okay with Tristan. Sure. I know um some stuff.
2: Uh-oh. <laughs> what do you know?
1: Well, <laughs> all right. I'm sure Tristan, you remember you were actually featured in you and Seth from The documentary All Around Us were just featured in the magazine, Paranormal Underground Magazine.
2: Yes. So
1: we covered some pretty cool topics, and I wanted to ask you about some of those topics for our listeners. And first of all, can you tell us a little bit about your background growing up?
2: Mm -hmm. Most definitely. So, um, my background growing up, I was raised, uh, in a very strict Christian home. It was actually, um, a Pentecostal home. Um, I, was, I, I, attended pretty much like church of God, assembly of God. Um, but we did attend churches that were, um, prophetic and speaking in tongues and of that nature. Um, I also, with that went to Christian school up until the time I was in high school. So, that was my life. Uh, I always kind of joke around and say that the only time I had off from Jesus was on Saturdays because I <laughs> had Christian school Monday through Friday with Bible class. I had church Wednesday nights, Sunday morning and Sunday night. So Saturdays were just my only day away.
1: So with that, how did your you and your family look at um let's parent let's talk about paranormal sure Um, let's talk about you know even metaphysical how did that shape your views and how did they respond to that
2: most definitely so because i was raised that way um to them basically anything that would be paranormal of that nature um would be demonic it would be evil and you know i was definitely told to stay away and you don't entertain Um, anything of that nature, uh, because it can really affect your life and pull you into the occult. Um, So for me, I was always a very inquisitive child. Um, I'm still an inquisitive adult. And um, I was always fascinated. So I remember even early on, I would see um, like the Psychic Network um, commercials come on, you know, even I remember even like Shirley MacLaine, you know, being on commercials and TV and stuff like that. And my, you know, my family would quickly change the channel like it was this really just awful thing going on. And, uh, you know, for me, I I think it also probably made it even more, um, more interesting to me, because it's like, oh, okay, so this is taboo, I need to learn more. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Right? Right. So for me, um, again, it's like, I was raised in that environment, but I always was very open-minded, oddly. Um, It was just, um, I feel blessed in that way that even though the home was strict and the mindset was very conservative, um, I always felt very open to people. And I always wanted to learn more about even different religions. Um, And so for me, it happened very early on as far as like being a sensitive, I'm an empath. Um, And so for me, I know that I had like different um, things occur Um, And then it happened more so in my teens. And that's when I started having my own little paranormal experiences, you know, as far as like um, lights turning on and off and having um, uh, like electrical things and things, the radio turning on. It was one of those experiences that um, it definitely makes it to where you, I I couldn't be a skeptic at all after that. It was like, this is real. It's very real. And uh, I can't. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I can't play pretend anymore and just think, oh, it's this or oh, it's that or find a reason um, to be just, you know, something else that's not supernatural, paranormal, anything like that. That experience, um, it still has haunted me in a way. Um, But through everything that I've learned and through filming the documentary all around us, um, that experience actually took the fear away from me. And I no longer actually have a fear of the paranormal uh, because I got to learn more about the different types of spirits and also just learning about how, um, you know, about earthbound spirits and how like, you know, it's like people can be, the spirits can be stuck here and just, you know, like all the different instances. And I realize sometimes it's just to get attention or this and that. But yes, of course, I know there's some spirits that can do things that are harmful for sure. Um, but for some reason, I just, Thankfully, I, I really don't have much of a fear of it anymore.
1: So, okay, so I've encountered people as well who have a strongly religious background, and they paranormal. also believe that anything paranormal is demonic, mm-hmm. anything. and anything that doesn't seem like it is just tricking you. It's all demonic, paranormal. and I, I, I don't share that viewpoint, but it's like when you bring up paranormal, they, you know, they get all stiff, and they they shift around and they, they don't want to talk about it. They just, right. you know, they don't want to talk about it, but your experience coming from that background and then having the experience and then learning about it, you know, becoming more enlightened or whatever you want to, mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I wish, yeah, that more people would research or look into or whatever, you know, just learn more of about course. things so that it's not labeled as just demonic, because I mean, really you start looking, it just becomes clear. I mean, to me anyway, Mm -hmm. that it's not, (laughs) it's not. right. Some may be, yes, some may be, but I think it's very rare when that's the case.
2: Right. And it has been, I mean, when I filmed for over three years and was in different haunted locations, um, even when I wasn't filming, just being in haunted locations, I mean, I, I mean, it was very, very rare that there was something that was there um that maybe was not of the greatest and the highest good. Um, but mostly it really was just a lot of spirits that were just they were stuck in a place as earthbounds. Um, and just really, you know, actually to me, it just felt kind of lost. Um, or they were scared to let go, you know.
1: Right. Um,
2: but that's really what I encountered. Um For me, though, when we talk about fear, I just know that coming from a religious background, um, I can easily say that, um, you know, when it comes to me personally and the way I was raised, there's a lot of fear based within that, of course. Um, So you become afraid to even um, to research anything because it's like when you're being told not to even, you know, entertain it whatsoever, it's like you're just truly Afraid to, and it's a fear thing, and like, oh gosh, I better not do that, or who knows what's gonna happen, or you know. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I feel like that's why a lot of people do not um, try to learn more. For me, making the documentary, um, it was my hope that it could become more widespread. Um, I was hoping that maybe it could be viewed by people that maybe were interested in it, maybe they did have some fears, but even seeing my background as a Christian um, filmmaker, um, they could actually, you know, think, well, well, this might be an interesting perspective. So
1: before, before we move on, where can people find the documentary? What's the full name?
2: Mm -hmm. So the the full name of the documentary um, is All Around Us, and then it's Inside the Life of Psychic Medium Seth Michael, and you can find it at allaroundusfilm.com. And that's a whole website, and there you can actually go and you can purchase. Um, We have a special edition DVD, which also has bonus footage, which is fun. Um, And there's even a digital version. So if you wanted to just have a digital copy where you can download it or stream it, we have that available as well.
0: I got to tell you, though, I saw it on the big screen because we premiered it last year at the um, Bergen Ghost Conference at the theater there in town. And um, that's a whole lot of Seth when he's... On the- <laughs>
2: It is, and when you film them for over three years, it's a whole lot of Seth. <laughs> it's a it's a good thing. Seth's a good looking guy. <laughs> gets to see Seth. That is a lovely person,
0: but when he appears on the big screen in front of you, it's like ah.
2: <laughs> I will hard. say, on a big screen, it was kind of funny. He was worried about that. Oh, it was it was, it was. it was fine. It was.
0: It was weird in the beginning. To because right. we we're all sitting right down in front, we had like the front two rows for people who were associated with the film, and right, yeah, it was. It, it, it took a little while to get used to seeing the people you know that big,
2: yeah. I mean, everybody was just uh, they're definitely pretty huge. I mean, I think faces were probably 20 feet tall, Yep, in that space, <laughs> <That's my laughs> larger idea. than life,
0: yes. But it is a, a good film, um, everybody who I know who's watched it, have really liked it. I mean, have had good
2: feedback about it. So, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah, we have received actually a lot of really amazing feedback, especially on a lot of the topics that the film covers. Um, And it's really helped people. Um, Even people who question their own abilities, it's actually really helped them quite a bit, which is really nice. And it's answered a lot of questions for many other people as well. Cool. Yeah.
0: I haven't watched the I haven't watched the bonus footage because um, I don't have a DVD player on my computer because I have like a Mac yeah. and the DVD player is hooked up to our TV which is hooked into Jim's whole home theater thing and I have no idea how to make that happen. Oh goodness! Buttons to push or anything. So I at some point I have to have Jim stick that in there for me so that I can uh, watch the the bonus footage because I oh know, for
2: sure. Yeah. it's fun
0: <laughs> yeah well we had a good time over three years doing mm-hmm. it for sure
1: karen you're in you have a little little spot in there too don't you mm-hmm. have you seen it cheryl i have yes and i uh, by the way I, I i really enjoyed it um tristan you did a great job Seth. thank you yeah. i think it's a great inside look um into Seth's journey. And like you said, I think it could help people. And I think a lot of people will relate to what you you've laid out in the documentary. I really do.
2: Yes. I mean, it seems to be happening that way. And, um, you know, we actually just got into our fifth film festival and this is actually one that is in India. So now this film is actually going worldwide Um, which was really the vision all along, just to be able to be seen by as many people as possible. And a lot of that is also to try to remove some of the negative stigma that's been placed on psychic mediums.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, which we all appreciate, trust me. For sure. And and what I believe is that the people that need to see the movie will see the movie.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: how I've always felt about things like that. So
2: I agree.
0: They will
1: so i know we're going to t- talk more about the documentary but what going back tristan to you know you you grew up in a pentecostal christian mm-hmm. family household mm-hmm. and then you've experienced things you've researched things and explored them how how did you handle talking to your family about that
2: that's a great question. So, <laughs> um, it's it's interesting because I feel like um, I feel like my mother and my father they both have obviously a very similar standpoint, but I do feel um, that my my dad has actually had a little bit of experiences himself. Um, he doesn't talk about it too much, but I do feel like there's a part of him that might be more open. Um, my mother definitely, I think is more on the fear basis of it. it, Everything is just demonic. Even if I talked about aliens, they're demons too. So with, you know, that, that, yeah. So, but my dad, I could talk about that. I mean, my dad actually had a UFO experience when he was around, uh, about 19. Um, so there's a lot more. Yeah. So he's definitely been in touch with some stuff. So, um, as far as them watching the documentary, as far as I know, they have not yet, um, but they're sneaky, they could do it on the sneak for all I know, <laughs> they're sneaky. So I'm not really sure, but I know that um, one thing very interesting was that when I first met Seth, um, one of the first uh, reasons why I was like, I have to make this film was also, um, just after getting to know his you know personality and how he was just so real and genuine, um, I also went to a gallery reading uh, when he was at Twilight Theater Company and uh, my grandfather came through um, who i'm extraordinarily was very close to um and it was just i mean the details were mind-blowing and you know there was messages and so i remember back then i mean that was you know over three years ago going on four years i believe now actually i think it's actually it's four years ago now and uh, i did end up telling my family about it and it seemed like like they were listening at first you know and then like some more stuff, you know, would come out later. Um, and that was like a point where more of like my mother, then I guess she was starting to be like, you know, um, maybe I don't want to hear the messages. And I was like, okay, that's totally fine. I completely respect that. And, you know, it's one of those things where I've learned over the years, um, that I just respect them and respect that they have their opposing viewpoints. And that's okay, um, as long as they respect that I have my viewpoints as well. So it's just kind of a mutual respect type thing. And that's pleasing to me because um, the last thing I would ever want is to have just like, you know, havoc conversations to where we're arguing and, you know, (laughs) being defensive and whatnot. So it pretty much is something we just don't really talk about too much. But I do talk about the film and the success of it. Um, just very openly, and you know, again, it's like with my dad, it's kind of like, oh wow, that's great. My mom, it's like, hmm, <laughs> hmm. and that's kind of the response. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: understand that um, quite a lot, actually. I yeah have similar in my house or in my family, so I get yeah. it. Yep. <laughs> well, so Tristan, one of the reasons that I wanted to have you come on now, mm-hmm. actually. It worked out really well because we were supposed to do it a couple weeks ago. And then um, we had something come up and we weren't able to. And things have changed since then. So, Mm -hmm. actually, I think it's even better that you're coming on now.
2: Completely agree. So
0: The reason that I wanted you to come on the show now is, of course, I wanted to talk about the film, which is fabulous, and your work. But the other thing is that you... Recently, have been smacked so hard by the universal two light, or your face them and so yes. I, wanted you to, I wanted you to talk about some of the things that have kind of been going on in your life, and what your takeaway is, and um, where you were when you started, and where you are now, and where you think you're going, and all of that stuff.
2: Sure, okay. okay. So it was approximately um, closer to the end of September, and that was the when I really got hit so hard by the universal two by four, at that point there was nothing I could do but end up in the emergency room. And so I was laid out flat. (laughs) Um, I had where we still do not know exactly what occurred to me um, but I had a moment to where they thought at first it was a stroke, I was having very stroke-like symptoms um, but then after a CAT scan and an MRI, Um, They determined that was not the case whatsoever. Um, I've had so many different blood tests done, um, ultrasounds. And yeah, I was actually hospitalized for about 24 hours. And uh, it was scary. I I still actually have numbness on the left side of my face and a little bit on the left side of my body. um, But in the hospital, it was completely numb. And I was not even able to bring my left Uh, Heel of my left foot up to my right knee. Um, It was just, it it was terrifying. I've I've never experienced anything like that before. And when I left there, um, I was laid out. I I felt like I couldn't move. I was in bed um, for over a week and I pretty much only went up to do the necessities. Um, I I just laid there, um, just completely knocked out. And then two weeks to the day of when I was uh, in the hospital, I lost my job. Um, and it was one of those things that was, you know, just the another big swing from the two by four. Um, I was, you know, it was the point where I actually thought I'd be getting a raise. And it was like my year and I had only heard good things about uh, my performance. And so I was taken aback. I was a little bit wondering about it a couple of days before because, you know, just intuitively, I was sensing something was off. Um And then it, it did prove to manifest in that direction. Um And that was also a very big hit. So then I'm going through, you know, all of that setback as far as even changing health insurance while I'm having all these health issues. Um, and then of course, you know, financially, then it's like you're being hit. So for me, it was like, hello, stop, (laughs) stop. (laughs) That's all I could, I could think to do is like, you know, basically I felt like the universe was saying to me, you know, it's really time for you to just really listen, go within yourself. And, um, I just knew at that time that there was something taking place and there was a huge transformation and change that needed to happen in my life. And I really felt like it was time then to follow more of, um, do more of my purpose. I feel like I've done a lot of my purpose in life, but I feel like it was just calling to me more. Um, and so it, it's it was a rough ride. Um, so basically through October, I continued again. I still have the numbness. Um, I then ended up finding out after they did an ultrasound of my carotid arteries on my neck. Um, They were trying to see if that had something to do with it. Well, then they ended up finding two nodules on my thyroid. So now I actually have to go in for a biopsy. And so um, I went to actually visit Karen and uh, she gave me an amazing crystal and um, some amazing water right from Mount Shasta. And since that time, um, I just every single day was giving myself Reiki since I I do Reiki. And um, my throat itself actually feels quite a bit better. Um, I'm not sure if if the nodules are still there or not. Um, I'm supposed to go in for the biopsy in a couple of weeks. And so part of me is actually curious um, because I feel like things are taking a shift in a better direction, so.
0: Can we talk about, though, um, do you mind talking about, because when you came up Mm -hmm. to my house, what was the first thing I asked you? Do you remember?
2: I remember you you asking me if I was giving myself Reiki.
0: And you you said, well, not really.
2: Mm -mm. That's right.
0: So so I want to talk about that Mm -hmm. and why you think you weren't. I mean, you know, go as deep as you want or as shallow as you want, but why you weren't. And then what shifted for you to realize that you should.
2: Okay. Um, So for me, it was interesting because... When I, when I do Reiki, like I do it for um, animals, our animals, you know, even Amy and even other people when they need it. But for some reason, I just haven't actually given myself too much Reiki. And so um, it's really a lot about self-care, um, which is something that obviously um, has really hit me and, you know, the past month or so. And so when Karen asked me about the Reiki, it, it actually was almost confusing for myself, because I'm like, why aren't I doing this? Why aren't I taking care of myself? And here I have a tool, um, and something I, you know, that I, you know, this energy work, I can actually, you know, have this healing that I'm doing to myself every single day, like, why aren't I using this for me? Um, and so, yeah, I definitely... I think for me what the takeaway was just like also realizing I am running around sometimes in circles to the point where I am just not thinking of myself. It's like, you know, before feeling just like okay i'm too busy i would even remove things from my life and say okay well i'm not going to do that anymore i'm not going to do this anymore and for some reason i still felt like i was too busy and i wasn't focusing on me i still was focusing on okay well i need to take care of you know this that and the other um but when it came down to my health it was just like you know there i had the perfect opportunity to think okay let's give myself reiki and i didn't um let me know what else you want to know well, <laughs> if you want to, the let me reason
0: that I wanted you to talk about it is because I feel like it's something that we all do. Right. Um, this lack of self care when we're caring for other people. Yes. And so um, I guess, I guess I want to other people to understand kind of what your realizations are of where that comes from for you. And, and then how you make the shift that, oh, I do need to care for myself. And could you have made the shift without getting into this kind of state of crisis?
2: You know, I feel like I actually did need this crisis to get to where I'm at. Um, I... It's made me really think I've meditated more than I've meditated in a long time. I actually had put that to the side. I used to be really big on meditation. Now I meditate every single day. And now I'm doing the Reiki every single day. Um, It has made me realize the importance of myself um, and how really, truly as healers, we have to take care of ourselves. I mean, it's like, how can you take care of others without taking care of you almost, you know? Like, it's like, how can you truly love someone else if you don't love yourself, you know? And it's like digging deeper. And for me, I realized there was a lot of very hidden wounds. Um, I also did some work for the first time, um, some shadow work with my shadow self and just saw nothing but just wounds. Um, I mean, it was just... It was really it really broke my heart actually to realize i I stuff a lot. Um, I push a lot of stuff inside. It's easy It's easier, I should say, to put a smile on your face and especially when you have a reputation like for myself, it's like, okay, I'm the positive intention guy. Um, so it's really hard sometimes to let others know when you need help because you have you know this portrayal and an image, and it is what you believe you know, to me, I completely believe in the power of intention manifestation, but my goodness, I'm, I'm human. And it's like something that I had to just realize and accept and realize asking for help. There's nothing wrong with that. When I was in the emergency room, I only told one person, um, I could have, you know, Karen was like, why didn't you tell me? I mean, you know, I could have been sending you Reiki You know, you
0: You got out of the hospital and came and met Jim and I for dinner.
2: I know (laughs) it's true. It's true. It's true. (laughs) It's true. I I guess I just was trying to just make everything seem like it's okay. And that's part of my realization is I really stuffed a lot inside and it, it ended up, it ends up in scars and it ends up in wounds that you're not seeing, but it's there. And it can make you sick. Um, I completely believe that um, our energy and our emotions and all these things inside of ourself, um, if you don't heal it properly, it's going to manifest in a way that's going to come out um, physically. I mean, you can physically make yourself sick. I mean, I think you can even mentally alter, you know, even some things as far as like, you know, depression and anxiety and whatnot. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And so for me, um, I really believe that, I mean, there's nothing that's been really found out about this illness. And part of me almost wonders if, you know, this is just something that was my inside crying out um, for me to say, you know, say like, hey, what about me? You know, you need to take care of me. Um, And I, I really haven't in a long time when I really think about myself um i have cared so much about so many other people and things that i have just felt lost on me and um without realizing you were lost without realizing it exactly i thought i was and then when you when you get hit like this and you have to just lay in bed and you're left with your thoughts um you can quickly realize okay this is happening for a reason why Um, For me, I realized I had to look within and there was healing that needed to be done. Um, And it wasn't healing that needed to be done necessarily in a hospital, but there was actually just more healing work that needed to be done within myself to a place a doctor can't really get to. Um, It's just, you know, spiritually, I mean, just like within me, my soul. Um, And uh, it's been a journey. I mean, this past like month and a half has felt like many many more months for me um there's been times where i'm just like i'm listening and why aren't i hearing you know and i feel like sometimes we're i don't know if we're expecting to hear an audible voice sometimes just to direct us and then yeah you, you know you're like come on universe like you hit me so hard with this two by four why don't you talk to me <laughs> you know
0: well, it hit you with the two by four
2: exactly yeah. and that was it yes and that was loud and clear and then I realized like a lot of it was just to, I mean, I just kept getting um, to stop and to just listen and just to like be. And it was a lot of stuff that was to do with myself, like turning inward, turning inward, turning inward. Um, and a way that all, obviously the universe speaks also is through people, through different signs, synchronicities. So when you have some people that you're talking to and they, and all of a sudden, like you've got, you know, you meet one person for lunch, one person for dinner and, you know, see someone the next day and they all say the same line to you. It's like, Oh, hmm, maybe that's something. (laughs) Right. What was the line? If you don't mind me asking, it it actually really was um, as far as stopping and listening. That was something that kept coming up over and over and over. And I actually, um, I actually did even uh, like, I was looking at the meaning of the crystal you gave me for even my throat. Mm -hmm. And and it, it actually said that in there. The and listen. Uh, yeah. And yeah. I was like, Oh, wow. And then I yeah, seriously, and I was like, Well, hello. And then, <laughs> and then I gave myself, um, I did like a reading angel card reading. And again, um, you know, one of the cards I pulled, it was just very clear, you know, stop and listen. And so for me, that's what I've been doing. And then, you know, yesterday, I felt like was a big actually like a really just that boost into like an excellent direction and um i you know go figure it was eleven eleven, and we also had the full moon last night um but yesterday i mean it was just like you know i i was like i'm getting to this and i i mean i just smudged everything smudged myself probably three times and you know it was just like the whole house i was doing sound healing um reiki i actually uh taught someone um reiki level one i mean it was just all everything like it was just in my being yesterday it was like clearing out the negative bringing in the positive just had a super mindset of love healing and i felt so much different by the end of the evening and i just had an intention like you know what i am here and i am ready and i have trust and just knowing that the universe. Um, the universe has a plan, you know, and so these things did happen for a reason and I've gone through this and I do know that doors will open And for me, I also have learned That you don't want to always force things and you don't want to um, Push time push the universe to do things on your time or even push the universe to give you things sometimes that you think are best um, because guess what? (laughs) um that's not always the right thing. And the universe, the way I look at it, always has something that is really in our best interest. I mean, it is for our highest and greatest good. Um, and sometimes it does take patience, you know, I would have loved to have found a job, you know, the next day, obviously, but it wasn't the right time. Um, I have, you know, I woke up today with an amazing prospect. Do I know that will be the job? I don't know, but I put it out there, um, for just to be, you know, For me, it's an experience, I mean, you know, whether I get it or not. Um, But it was amazing, though, to wake up to that because it's been very stagnant this month. Um, I mean, I probably sent my resume out, I want to say, to, it was pretty much 60 different places. So it was a lot of jobs. And I hadn't heard diddly squat. I mean, basically, the only thing I heard was, oh, sorry, this is closed (laughs) position. And I'm just like, okay, well, that wasn't the one that wasn't the one. It was just a lot of slam doors. And then, um, you know, after yesterday and again, like I said, just really doing a lot of the work and I've been doing the work, doing the Reiki, doing the meditations, everything else. Um, and just really claiming a lot yesterday for my life. Um, this morning I literally woke up and that's what the first thing I saw. And it was this opportunity and I had a phone interview today and I have a face-to-face interview next Tuesday. So again, yeah, yeah. it's an opportunity. Yeah. You know, and I don't know what will come of it, but it's at least something very positive. It's, it's a door that is at least open to this interview.
0: Right. So how much more powerful will you be as a healer and a teacher and a filmmaker And all of those things you do, having gone through all of this, do you think?
2: Um, Learning the self-care is just absolutely important. Like I said, I mean, if you're not taking care of you, you're not able to even perform your best. Um, so to me as a teacher, I mean, you know, if I'm, if I'm not even giving myself Reiki, but yet I'm telling a Reiki student, oh, by the way, you know, you need to give yourself Reiki, you know, especially level one, Hey, give it to yourself for the next 21 days. And I'm not even doing it. Um, it just, it's like you know, one way it's almost a little hypocritical, but in another way, it's like, um, I'm not honoring, um, I'm not, I feel like to me, it's like almost like not being, you know, I'm not honoring and not even having like the integrity of that healing energy work that I do. Um, and then for me to actually do Reiki now on myself, um, and to even use like the crystals with it. Cause I love, I love, love, love my crystals. Um, it's like, that's healing me in a greater way. So even when I teach, it's just, even like yesterday, it was just like leaps and bounds. Um, you know, I had, I had taught with Karen. Like I did like a little bit of the history of Reiki last year at um, last year's port camp, one of did conference. You attuned too, didn't you? Oh yeah, I did. Yes, 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 I did. And um, but then it was like being on my own yesterday. um, It was like, you know, I felt almost a little nervous about it a couple of weeks ago, kind of like, okay. And I'm like, well, why am I nervous? I mean, I know this stuff, you know, very well. But there was just something about it but then it's like i've done so much work on me um that yesterday i was very excited about it and it was such an incredible experience and it was powerful that was another thing too it's like the um when i attuned her to reiki it was like this powerful moment even she was just like mm, like she was just like whoa and me yeah. so even afterwards she was feeling like just so much you know yes. and it was awesome yeah and so like for me again it's like you know, it's like it, it, that was incredible, I have to say. An like that was
0: powerful <sighs> connection, isn't
2: it? Yes.
0: Yes. And and I want to make sure that the people who are listening know it doesn't, your tool doesn't have to be Reiki. It's just right. the common language that Tristan and I speak. Yes. Um, because we've worked together, because I actually am the one who taught and attuned yes into at least one of the types of reiki that he does Mm -hmm. and um so there are many many tools you don't have to be a reiki master to to give yourself healing energy and you don't have to be you know a spiritual guru or something to to use crystals or to use sound healing or to bring meditation into your life but but when you've gone through what you've gone through and you've used these tools for yourself, it makes you a healthier person. But it also makes you more powerful as a teacher because now you can—you've shared the experience of the people that are coming to you.
2: Yes, I mean even for others, um, like you're talking about the self healing you can do is even—I mean—finding um, you know the right guided meditations that resonate with you. Um, for me I love guided meditations they're very powerful for me um, I especially have certain ones too that also have affirmations um, which really it's like they put it I love guided meditations that end up even putting a smile on my face <laughs> yeah. you know as I'm listening to them um, and then I can just like rise up you know afterwards from that and I feel just refreshed and recharged I mean that's something that we need um you know I mean life is not it's not you know, a piece of cake with a cherry on top. It's not the easiest thing in the world. And we deal with a lot of ick um, sometimes on a daily basis. I mean, from work and just the world around us and things we hear, reading the news. I mean, just tap into the news for five minutes, you know, and it's like, oh, goodness, you know, there's a lot of obviously um, negative energy out there. And so for me, it's like, you know, to stay in a higher vibration, you do have to do the work and you do have to do the self-care or else it's just going to bring your vibration um, even lower. Um and then you're gonna find yourself being, you know, depressed. You're gonna start start vibrating then um at a lower frequency and it's not healthy for you. And then when you do that, I always think about this. It's like that, um, like what are you putting out there, right? What are what are you then mirroring, you know? So then it's like, you know, again, that's even gonna bring people to you that are also on lower vibrations. Um, it's not gonna, you know, bring you higher. Um so for me, it's not healthy for the universe either. Right.
0: So you have to we have a responsibility to vibrate at a level that is high as we can so that we can bring the vibration of our world up exactly so maybe there's less ick
2: <laughs> exactly exactly
0: <laughs> yeah for sure okay cheryl you're up
1: oh my gosh oh my gosh wow i don't know how to follow that conversation up. <laughs> um, i've been taking notes over here I, 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 I've got a list of things to do okay Um, (laughs) so intentional self-care practices I love it Um, Mm -hmm. I mean oh my gosh there's some I mean I tend to do something sometimes when I need to reframe my mind Mm -hmm. I'll try and I'll try and create this in my mind this positive ball of white light filled with good health and and happiness and love and peace and all this. And then I send it out to my family and my friends and myself and Chad and, and then the whole world. And, you know, that's how I kind of nice. try. To, but I don't, I, I don't do anything. But um, like you do Reiki and meditations. I, I feel like I would love to do more of these things. I, I'd love to learn more about them. Yes. I, I, it just, I, why don't why don't we do more of these things they just are so wonderful it's like I'm thinking why don't I do more right I'd like to do more so you've inspired me
2: <laughs> oh wonderful <laughs> Thank you. that's wonderful I mean another thing again like I said I love my crystals and um again I mean I'm just giving you lots of shout outs because you deserve them Karen but um, Karen is also uh taught me so much about crystals she writes even a lot of books on them and does workshops and whatnot and to me i have very select crystals that i use and i use them when i meditate i will even place them on parts of my bodies sometimes i even just hold some in my hand you know as i'm meditating and i feel like i mean it's like the power within them the energy that's flowing at their vibration it just makes the meditation just i mean i could almost say like otherworldly in a way it's like I mean, I reach a state to where I, I just feel so amazing. And it's like this, like almost like ecstasy, just feeling of just like pure love and peace. And to me, it's like, if you can just do that, even for like, you know, 10 to 20 minutes a day, even if you have to do it before bed, you know, it's like, find a time to be able to do this for yourself And it's just like, it, it really does. It recharges you. Um, and it just like completely is amazing. And I know, um, Amy, my fiance, she takes, um, baths with certain crystals, um, cause there's certain crystals that can be in water. And so she will place certain ones in there to even energetically, um, make her baths even better. And she'll, she'll light like different aromatherapy candles and whatnot. Um, we also, um, keep a lot of music in the house that actually is music that is on different frequencies. So for me, um, I actually uh, play like a frequency of um, like heart space, a whole lot, like focusing on the heart chakra I'll do different chakras, but I'll just let that play. Um, I I put like YouTube on my TV and just, I'll let it play. They have ones where they play for nine plus hours and I just put it on Mm -hmm. and it's just going on and on and on. And that's all I hear. Um, which is amazing so again it's like you know even with the sound healing it could be something you know as simple as that I mean just let something like that play listen to it you know so
1: how does this relate to the vision collective
2: yeah well I mean the vision collective to me how that all came to be was (sighs) just meeting a bunch of wonderful people I had a space um, in Portland Oregon and The incredible people that I met through filming all around us um, are all different healers, psychics, mediums, um, and they all were able to teach different workshops. And so it it just became a community. And then after a while, it was like, you know what, this isn't Vision 8 Studio, because that was to do with the film stuff. It's like, you know what, this is a group of people all with the same mission and purpose. And so we need to you know, joined together and that's how the vision collective, um, was born. And so basically we even had, um, like a mission. And so the vision collective, um, it's expanding awareness and awakening spiritual connection. And all together we had a mission statement, which says the vision collective is a team of experienced psychics, mediums, and energy healers who help bring awareness, spiritual awakening, and provide empowering tools through classes, workshops, fairs, and events. Um, so obviously we did a whole lot more um until unfortunately um the space we did end up closing that space um in the end of April of this year and um but to find out more about it it's vision-collective.com and we're on a hiatus right now just kind of reforming since we actually don't have the space but there are people still within the group Karen one of them who um teach workshops still on the side i mean they're still teaching their own workshops and um i did speak to a couple of the members and i know that we're really trying to look for 2020 <laughs> i guess it's the year of clarity right um but 2020 uh, is going to be a, a year where we can um you know relaunch and just you know we have ideas that are awesome ideas as far as um even some uh, uh retreats actually um that we have talked about that just would be incredible and it's going to happen it's one of those things where sometimes you just need to take like a break you know Mm -hmm. and um, do other things in your life and then you can come back to it yeah Um, that's what we're doing was the opportunity for us to
0: remake this in exactly the way we want it to exactly yeah
1: and the website is vision hyphen collective.com you
2: got it that is correct Mm -hmm. Awesome.
1: awesome check it out yeah. Uh, <laughs> you no, know, and then next year you know it sounds like some exciting things going on
2: yes that's um, definitely yeah. that's um, the hope in the plan yes that's right that's when <laughs> <laughs> that's when we can actually start <laughs> putting yeah, some started dates started. out there some yeah. solid yeah. dates
0: Talking about it this weekend, but you, you guys weren't there. Oh yeah. Great. But we actually did start talking about it a little bit this weekend again. So that's wonderful. So there may be a space and um, yeah. So we yeah, stay tuned.
2: Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. It's, it, it's, it's really, it's an amazing thing and um, it's really helped a lot of people um, and what I love about it is also there's so many different people in the collective, um, that teach on different things. So it's like, really like whatever you're interested in, you can pretty much find it. Um, you know, from again, like learning about the crystals to learning about, um, spirit communication and learning about tarot cards, you know, learning about how to, um, as far as like, you know, protecting yourself from, negative energy there's so many i mean there's so many things that we've done um it's been amazing we even brought in some other um you know healers and psychics and mediums that were special guests that actually taught some workshops as well and that was incredible too
0: there you go cheryl i'm (laughs) sorry i was taking more notes okay
1: Um, okay okay, i'm sorry um i'm gonna be totally off topic here sure but, but tristan what is the haunting of flavin house
2: Oh, okay. Well, thankfully we got permission actually from the Clatsop, um, historical society and we are able to use Flavel house. And so, um, oh, okay. cool. yeah, so it's actually called now, yeah, it's the haunting of Flavel house. And it's not based off the Flavel mansion. It's actually based off of the house, um, of Harry Flavel, um, who is actually the son of Captain Flavel. Um, and you're gonna
0: need to give us more than that where is oh yeah who are these people
2: yeah um so basically um this is a video game so for me um i absolutely love film um and i've taken it a step further into the world of video games um for me um video games i feel like is even more of an immersive experience than film because as a player I make games where you are able to make decisions as the player. Um, So you form more of like an emotional and psychological connection. Um, In this game, there's different levels. And um, you are, it's virtually an an escape game, Um, but you actually get to use paranormal tools. So we have a recorder to even capture EVPs. Um, Yeah, yeah, it's, you know, I even have one part where there's even... um, Flashlight communication using a flashlight with a spirit turn it on and off. I mean, there's different things that you know You you know people would experience if they're even doing a paranormal investigation, which is cool Um, There's also spirit communication and so um, You're unlocking a secret. So basically I have not used for instance, you know any of the real Flavels I basically took the name as a historic place and the house itself looks like the house of Harry Flavel um, in Astoria, Oregon Um, but I've created brand new characters and a brand new story and, um, the spirits themselves are stuck in 1923 and, uh, without giving too much away, there is something that happened that no one knew about. And you as the player have to discover what it is. And, um, there's five different levels. (laughs) Yeah, I won't tell you the secrets. (laughs) 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 The other cool thing about it is, um... I've actually used some people from the paranormal community um, that are some of the characters and actually voiceover actors.
1: Cool. Wow. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I've pulled people from the community themselves to actually be a part of it. Um, And it is really, it's great. It's going to be released um, for PC and also um, the iOS and uh, Android mobile app stores. So it's something you can play on mobile, but it also be something for PC so I'm when, hoping to get to console, um, but for right now, we have it being developed for those.
1: And when do you expect it to
2: be released? I'm actually looking more towards probably um, June of next year. Um, it's taking a lot of work and a lot more time um, because it, it's, it looks pretty realistic, actually. Um, I've been even impressed with the results Um, I've hired an amazing team of developers um, and designers, and I've been blown away. I really have. I'm I'm super excited about it. But after um, it gets made, it then has to go through beta testing. And so beta testing is where we have people. um, I will be picking, you know, different people from different age groups um, and also people of different experience levels of gaming and have them do testing on it. Um, so I have some people that are just doing that testing and then I'm going to have a group of people that are way more experienced gamers just to try to find the bugs. I want them to try to break the game so that way, um, you know, we can go ahead and fix any types of errors or anything within it just to make it ready for when it launches.
0: Well, if you need somebody to test who can't play video games to save her life, you know where are <laughs> <you're> coming <in.
2: laughs> Sounds like a plan. You and Amy both. <laughs>
0: No, <laughs> that's all you need. You've got Amy. and probably Kristen too. I mean, there are, I think probably more of us, you know, more of us who are bad at it than good at it would be my guess.
2: <laughs> well, Kristen is actually a character in it.
0: I know she is. She
2: is. She is actually playing the For wife. Jimmy. Yeah. And uh, so she's a spirit and uh, she will be in level four. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Well, so, basically, I can play it for about 10 months, and I might get to Kristen then. You might. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Okay. You might. Maybe. Maybe. It's a lot of fun, though. I mean, with this one, um, there's a lot of strategy. So, there's actually, like, puzzles. Um, I, I love those kind of games, personally. So it's one of those games where you can actually pace yourself with it. It's not one where you're, you know, it's like some of these games where a bunch of zombies are running at you. I mean, that, that kind of gives me anxiety. So yeah, me <laughs> this too. isn't that, this isn't that type of a game at all. Okay, cool. Yeah.
0: So we are actually almost up on the hour. Oh, wow. So I, I know when we originally talked about this and I don't know if you remember, but one of the things that we want to add at the end of the podcast um, with our guests is we would like our guests to share a few things you do to bring intentionality into your life. Did you remember that I'd asked
2: you for that? I did.
0: Oh, good. Okay.
2: I did. I, of course, forgot what I had prepared. <laughs> okay. so hard, no. The things I do, because you were saying basically, it's things that I do to put intention into my life.
0: Yeah, because I'd like what, what I'm hoping is that our listeners... Gain a few tools from everybody that we talk to.
2: Right. Well, for me, um, the things that I do to put attention in my life is I make lists, actually. Um, I, I like to actually write down goals um, and things that I want to do. It's um, things that then I can even mark off as I do them. I realize, again, I don't want to put myself on a time limit, but I like to actually put out there um, my dreams. I think it's good. I mean, people call it a vision board, you know, and, mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, to me, I, I think that's a really great tool for my intentions. I love having a vision board. I like seeing um, what I do. For me, I go beyond just putting stuff on a board. Um, how I do intention is I will feel what it's like to already have it. I basically already feel like I it's done. And I then will feel even grateful for that. I feel like being grateful is powerful um and so for me having gratefulness in my life um, has really added a lot of intention um for me um another way that i actually do i do things i guess intentionally um is also i feel um the meditations help i mean I, i i'm a really big believer in my meditations and again i do meditations that um have the positive affirmations in them And a lot of them that are guided are ones that actually are intention based. And so you are focused on something as you're doing the meditation. Mm -hmm. Um, And then by the end of it, it's just like, you know, you can feel (laughs) the energy surrounding it. Um, And for me, it's just, it's about just, again, like I said, it's like you're, you're believing it's already done. And so I, I just kind of live like that. Um, am I, you know, are there days I don't feel that way? Of course I'm human. Um, most definitely human and so i have to remind myself like when there's like these little you know seeds of doubt that drop in and it's like oh well you know maybe that's not gonna happen it's like okay well to me i just believe in the highest and greatest good for my life and that i know that the universe is is guiding me to me i try to say very purpose driven Um, and to me i mean my main intention in life is love Um, i feel like i just want to send out love and healing i mean that's just the best thing and for me, it's just like, you know, I want to help people. I love people. I really do. And I I want to help them. And now I know to have intention with myself and to take care of me, too, so I can better help others. Well, that's a pretty powerful lesson.
0: So <laughs> here we are. Um, it is time for Shameless Self-Promotion Corner. So if <laughs> our listeners would like to find Tristan
2: How would they do that? Well, actually, um, I have a whole website now, and it's called findhigherpurpose.com. And on there, it actually has a list of even um, some of my services that I do as far as angel card readings, even um, Reiki sessions and whatnot. Um, I also have a blog on there where I write even a lot of personal stuff. Um, And you can even find me on Facebook at findhigherpurpose.com. Um, Also, again, All Around Us was allaroundusfilm.com, Vision Collective, -collective vision-collective.com. I think that's it.
0: (laughs) Cheryl, anything?
1: No, thank you, Tristan. It's been a pleasure talking with you. It's been a pleasure too. Yeah, I really appreciate it. And I, I'm sure listeners will get a lot of, they'll have their own to-do list after hearing
0: this.
2: So. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful.
0: <laughs> of course, you can read about Tristan in the October October issue, right? Yep. Yes. In the October issue of Paranormal Underground Magazine. Yes. Um, we don't know who our guest for the next show is. Cheryl, do you have anything you need to say to close?
1: I got nothing.
0: <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> all right well i don't have a lot either other than the kidney stone that i keep hoping will come out when any any minute now no oh my goodness the universe telling me that i need to i need to slow down but it's good Mm -hmm. because we're going to sedona next week so you know so good the ultimate healing place it'll yes
2: yes yes i love it there
0: (laughs) all right well then with that um tune in next time so this is the November 15th. So the next one will be out on December 1st. So come in on December 1st for the next episode of Intention is Everything. Thanks to Tristan. Thank you, Cheryl. And Thank you. Have a good couple of weeks.
2: Thanks. <laughs> Thanks.